He's way too transparent. He's kind of turning into the Lena Dunham of the NBA. Just stop talking. <laughs> Can I defend Lena Dunham for a second? Because she took shit this week because there was this big magazine piece about her. I think she's a genius. And it may mean like Kyrie's not here. Fuck that guy. Half of me is just spiteful and wants to drive in the airport. So interesting. The the whole leadership that I, I, I just can't get over it. Just shut up and play basketball. Stop. You're not a leader. Just stop. And now in the course of a month, it's like, yeah, maybe they're probably better off if he leaves. That's very wrong. This is the ATO show, by the way. Bill Simmons is on trial. I'm at Ignal. We got uh, Sam Sheehan, Lucky's Pipe. Fuck. The risk man Jerome Ayahuasca is joining us. Guys, a, a lot to unpack there. Who wants to start? Well, first of all, Simmons, uh, we're, we're basically seeing like late stage um, Bill Simmons. He really has like followed the exact path of capitalism where like at, like at one point he was doing very well in like the 90s and early 2000s. And now at this point, he's basically become something of like a parody of like what he was. He literally said, shut up and play basketball, which uh, like fucking rocks because now he's just basically become like Lord one of the Boston sports radio guys. Yeah, and it's it's fucking wild, dude. I can't. Oh man. One Bill Ingraham fucking totally misunderstands Kyrie. <laughs> Kyrie is the first honest basketball player in the history of the world. He is Kyrie of now scarred. He is literally putting Brad into therapy, and he's gonna in post-game, go through all of the finer points of Brad having to go to talk, talk to a therapist because he's dealing with his shit. And I think, one, that's courageous, and two, it's cool. It really does feel like uh, like Kyrie is, like, basically just, like, fucking with everyone at this point. Like, the fact that, like, they'd, like, lose four games and, like, Kyrie will be in, like, a significantly better move that, mood than he will be, like, after, like, a six-game winning streak. It really just, just, just feel like he is doing, like, a Kaufman performance art, like, on a night-to-night, like, basis where he's just sort of, like, uh, I just has a deep-seated, like, mad contempt for, like, anyone in the media. And it is very funny to see, like, it really does feel like the media doesn't totally understand what's going on because they kind of consider themselves above contempt in some ways. I love it personally. One, because I think, I think he is an antagonist and like a contrarian to some extent, like he's just naturally like that. But also he has something I like to call nervous mom's friend energy, which is like, if your mom, if you're, if your if you if your mom has like a fifty year old friend who's divorced and she's like a neighbor or something, she comes over and like she'll just accidentally tell you something that like is borderline nefarious. But she's just like really excited to hear? tell you to just like to just like talk to her. Cause like I, like she tells you that like somebody you know committed mail fraud and like doesn't understand why you reacted to it oddly. <laughs> I, I just love how he how he triggers everyone over forty. But I'm I'm here for it. I don't want to lose our best player. Um, I don't think that's no. I don't think that's good. I don't think it's good when you lose one of the uh, ten best players in the NBA for nothing. Uh, that's just me though. Although I have to say I have to I do have to say if he and KD played together, what would they end up doing a media criticism podcast or would they have two separate podcasts where they just complained about each other? <laughs> 
I like honestly like KD. I, I I like even if like Kyrie does like leave and go to like New York, we are get we would be. It's not like that would be a net negative for the Celtics. KD and Kyrie being in New York together would be one of like the all time like f- funniest things to ever happen. Like oh, it easily. would. It would basically be like, um, like Veep, or but but like with basketball, it would be like an Iannucci, like 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 a arrangement where like it would just end up being like the, yeah, they would have a, it's like you said, Richard, they'd have two podcasts to like complain about each other uh, in increasingly <laughs> angry fashion until eventually just like one of them just refuses to come to work. <laughs> I love it. It's going to be Iannucci's The Death of Dolan. It's going to be great. Do I get to speak now? It's been like 10 minutes. Blame Pie. The Kyrie, just the, the, the post-game interviews, um, his general demeanor behind the scenes, which by all accounts is not great. He's kind of turning into the Lena Dunham of the NBA. <laughs> so let's do the Blame Pie then. So Blame Pie, I would put Kyrie at the top because... If you're doing this whole leadership, you guys don't understand what it takes thing over and over again, and you're not playing defense, and, you know, you're basically picking and choosing the ball hog routine, and then all of a sudden, last five minutes, you're turning it on, and everybody else is standing around watching you. Your deductions are fiction. This just makes no sense. Uh, the Celtics have the number one um, offensive rating in the clutch. I think something like 130 per 100 possessions. And whatever your criticism of Kyrie are. I, I, don't, I don't think his play <laughs> should be anywhere near the top. He's been amazing this season. He has like what, like seven of our best like individual team game scores from like the year. Like it's like not even close. Like he's very clearly like our best player. Like it's not a like the fact the idea that like he's like not showing up or something. It's just like sort of a, a, a driving like insane schizophrenic like fever dream where like you you sort of manifest there's, there's like a it's becoming a manifestation of basically like anxiety where like everyone Kyrie is making everyone mad so they're just like inventing like, like him and like his his like face is melting in their mind like in the fourth quarters and, and like it's just something that's not happening is like what is like sort of inhabiting their mind palace does this remind you of the Jay Crowder situation with uh, Bill and his dad from two years ago Absolutely. where they were like gaslighting us, you know, suggesting that uh, Jay Crowder shooting 40% from three was bad. Um, yeah, that ruled. No, I mean, Kyrie is one of the most efficient guards in the NBA having a really good season. His assists are up versus every other season he's played. Like the offensive rating is great. It's like, it's wild. I was just saying, I heard that from my sources that he did a reenactment of West Side Story musical number, and it got everybody into such a, like, they were tearing up, like, Baines, like, honestly, like, caught him in the air, and in one scene, it was, it was beautiful stuff, and they came together, and that's kind of why they won the Warriors game, but we're not talking about that. We're talking about the toxic environment that Jalen may or may not say. Like, that's the thing. What are the media, what is the media's case? They constantly misrepresent people in their quotes, and Kyrie's like, you guys just make shit up. Why Why does it matter what I say? And they're like, hey, buddy, wag my finger at you, folk. It rules. I think it's insanely good that 
uh, Kyrie says too much and doesn't think before he says stuff, which is just hilarious. He's infiltrating like weird Instagram and like trying to get all of the theories and conspiracies. And, oh, you know, holy sometimes shit. just pollutes your mind, like Mind Hunter. You know, if you try to like find the center of what you're looking for, become you become corrupted by it. That, do we talk about that? About how that's like two years later, like that that's a riffs band post like coming to life that Kyrie like specifically cited like well I think it's like quote very positive people <laughs> that he met through Instagram, <laughs> which is a hundred percent just like him DMing like the success mindset like <laughs> like meme after they like post like uh, uh, don't let the turkeys get you down fly like an eagle. <laughs> <laughs> The positive people thing rocks because I was making, like, his first year, I was making, like, fake memes off of, like, success win pages where it was like, I don't lose. I either win or I learn, and my brain gets big as fuck. And it's like, <laughs> exactly actually that now. Like, Dude, Kyrie like, is I, forcing, I, I, that's why he's losing. We're, we have to learn, and we have to become bigger brained and, like, understand that the playoffs are all that matters. Dude, like, the the... The more you become an old Boston male in terms of well, Bill's Connecticut too, isn't he? He's I mean that yeah. explains a lot of it. Yeah, that's but like a lot. the older the older they get, they lose the part of their brain that allows them to process like Robert Williams and Manny Ramirez. Like the <laughs> coolest parts of your brain just start to dilapidate as your like prostate grows or whatever. And so he <laughs> he's like he's totally squandering the coolest fucking athlete. Boston's ever had. This dude believes that Kennedy was killed by the Federal Reserve. He thinks that, like, he believes in the same grain cartel that Lyndon LaRouche did. I mean, he's literally the coolest person in the NBA. Yeah, yeah. No, Bill Bill is, like, has become, like, basically, like, every, like, thin-skinned, like, Silicon Valley, like, tech boss who, like, Mm -hmm. thinks they did something, like, really, like, innovative and cool when, like, actually all they did was, like, show up with their handout to, like, the biggest, like, VC, like, splurge. Like, people literally, like, they they have so much money, they very literally don't know what to do with it. And they're, like, that's, like, how things like the Juicero, like, happened. And, like, he wants to, like, run Kyrie out of town who, like, like there is like a non zero percent chance that like by if Kyrie were to like re-sign in Boston, like a stipulation in the contract would be that they would have to like help him print literature and brochures for like and like uh, pay some Celtic staffers to like hand it out uh, like copies of Metro on the subway about like, you know, the uh, the truth about vaccines. <laughs> All right. So among 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 Bill Simmons worst crimes. Because his yeah. dad, his shitty dad. Oh, we're getting there. And his shitty account. We're getting there. Him. We're getting there. But first, Pearl Jam, no, first this. So this could be a post at Blazer's Edge. Lillard was better than Kyrie. And it wasn't like he's better in this game. He was actually just better. He's, he's like a... He just has more command quarter by quarter of what he wants to do, how he does it, how he uses his teammates, how his teammates play off him, interact with him, all that stuff. I was not prepared for that, right? I really Did wasn't. You think I just felt Kyrie like Kyrie was better, though, than Lillard going into that game? 
Kyrie's not here. Fuck that guy. I didn't think I didn't think he was better. I thought he was more talented. And I think watching that for four quarters and seeing how Lillard runs the team and always has a balance of when am I getting mine versus when do I have to kind of get other people involved. It just felt like he had complete command of the game for four quarters. And you can't say that about Kyrie. Kyrie floats in and out of these games. No, that's wrong. The funniest part to me is just uh, making all these conclusions off of one game. I don't want to like turn our show into like like where like Simmons is Trump and we're like the talk show hosts because he is like an insanely easy target and I don't want to like turn into like John Oliver just like uh, uh, you know tap dancing on uh, you know it is kind of punching down in a way because Bill really has like learned like <laughs> he really has like lost some sort of faculty in his mind where like. What used to, like, you know, be used, like, watching games is now, like, I don't know, talking about, like, the major domo, like, uh, wine list, like, at length for, like, 700 hours. Um, no, we didn't and- want to do this. We just had no choice. He, he, he courted us. <laughs> yeah, like, I, that's the he thing. Like- you can't let He's you like, can't let sports fascism like walk all over. You got to like step up to the plate and check it in your community. This is a boss fight. He's like he's like he's become the thinkovator. That's what yeah. he is now. Like he 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 thinks he's like Howard Schultz. He thinks because he like was the first person. <laughs> he, he thinks because he was like the first person to combine like sports and music and like a guy who is like, oh, this movie is like critically acclaimed. He thinks that is like literally solving the fucking theory of relativity. No, and so even, now, like, every small thing to, that occurs to him is, like, the greatest thought of all time about, like, psychology and winning. Oh, yeah. my God, that's so perfect. He really does have that exact same energy where he's, like, coming out, like, look, if no one else is going to say it about Kyrie, I will. Like, stop yelling at me. Like, <laughs> like I have to do this because no one else will. And it's like, no one asked for this. You think um, sports and pop culture is high art, but... That's that's until you've heard uh, Danganronpa and uh, yeah. sports media. All right, let's keep going. So my dad went yesterday, and he is fucking miserable. He's in the third row, right on the aisle, with a direct shot of the bench. And as you said, you can't hear anything. But you can watch how everybody's interacting. You can see the body language, and you pick up a lot of stuff. You can pick up... Whether the team's happy, whether the team's angry, whether the team is just not getting along, whatever. He said there was this one part yesterday where Kyrie decided he was going to give Jalen Brown advice on something. <laughs> and he was just like, just gesturing and kind of telling, being like the big brother, telling him what to do. And he said Jalen Brown was just smoldering and he was like, he was like, it honestly felt like Jalen was just going to stand up and either shove him or punch him. And he's like, I've never, I've ne- he's like, I've been going to these games, these seats all these years. I've never seen like just a weirder interaction between two teammates. Do I get to speak now? And I'm like, yeah, the Boston Celtics, everybody. Here we are. Shut up. This is the same uh, Dr. Bill who uh, thought that after uh, Kyrie gave that candid press conference that he threw Brad Stevens under the bus. Um, yeah. Do- Dr. Bill, retire, bitch. I'm sick of this old man. <laughs> 
this old fucking crone. Every game after they lose, he says some shit like, I can't believe that I spent like $75,000. I'll go to the Celtics and they didn't win 90% of their games like they did when I didn't have to deal with bossing. And this. <laughs> he, he really, like, I, I don't know. I, uh, for for once, for for one of Doctor Bill's opinions, that is probably right because um, you know, I, I'm sure like Kyrie was you know saying something about like how you know iron actually is uh, like really good for you and that like the Illuminati is actually like um, kind of changing energy brainwaves and Jalen was like in the middle of like making th- thermodynamic calculations on the fly and was like. Like you catalog this at like oh, right, yeah. about yeah. about like the Kyrie Jalen energy about it being like uh, an actual genius versus like an Instagram genius. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And this doesn't apply just to Kyrie, but it, it is highlighted most in Kyrie because yeah. like Kyrie is like a savant at playing basketball who thinks that applies to everything else, and Jalen is actually like a public intellectual and he takes no shit from anyone. So like if you like the fact that he's explaining anything to him is offensive because he's so (laughs) fucking stupid. (laughs) And And this this doesn't apply just to like, I I think the only people like Jalen actually respects on an intellectual level, like other than Brad are just like Alan Tice who had like a superior schooling in the German system. (laughs) He just really respects in in the neoclassical education (laughs) of Dortmund. (laughs) <laughs> but but Jalen Jalen no Jalen is like people need to understand this with Jalen is that like he just doesn't want to hear people tell him anything if they're stupid like that's whether like today when they asked him if the Golden State Warriors thought Hayward is a liability he looked at the reporter who asked him it like he was Miles Davis about to slap somebody and it fucking ruled. Yeah, isn't isn't Jalen like always smoldering? That's I think that's his default. Yeah, that's especially his, when yeah, he's like tired. Right. He's always got that look. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, you know, confirmation does, bias, does, whatever. Anchoring. Does, his uh his uh his whole thing is like the public intellectual stare. Like, have you ever seen, like, a public intellectual when they do a roundtable online and they, like, introduce Cornell West and he's just staring off into nowhere in particular very seriously? Mm-hmm. That's ha- that's his disposition. And if you interrupt it, he's just fucking pissed about it. How cool is it that we have a public intellectual who can throw down tomahawks? It's oh, awesome. it's the coolest. Yeah, I think when we, like, look at all, all the reports that have been coming out over the past few weeks and... Everything's just been so incredibly over the top. And Bill Simmons has been leading the charge on this. Um, he has to suffer for this. He needs to be punished. Daganropa uh, mm. style. Um, mm. what, what is the proper punishment, you guys? I just want to say quickly about Bill Simmons. Is He also believes like firmly in this, like, that like basketball players are like vampires. And if you don't see what they do in like real life, then it doesn't happen. And like cameras don't exist. So if you are the privileged few that have like the ability to sit courtside, and it's not like I don't think the nosebleeds count, but like if you're on the floor, you have to be on the floor. You have to be touching the ground. So it's like a connection with the the actual human and like yourself. And that's when it happens. And that's when you can have opinions on the matter. And 
I don't really know yeah. about Dr. Bill, but no, no it really, yeah. he really does like, it is like sort of like a Schrodinger's cat. Like where if like, if something only exists in TV, it's in a state between like half death and half life where it, it like to it, see what happens when there's commercials is the difference between understanding true knowledge of basketball and yeah. being able to write a book about it and um, saying, shut up nerd. I honestly, I think, I think that the only punishment fitting for Bill is to move his Clippers um, season tickets over to Lakers season tickets. He deserves the Lakers. The Lakers deserve him. It is a perfect mm. match, like made in heaven. The, the, he is exactly as histrionic as like the Lakers fan base at this point. So they they deserve. No, that's a fate, fate worse than death. What do you got for me, Richmond? <laughs> My punishment. He's gonna be Bagman for Glenn Big Baby Davis. <laughs> I heard you liked driving things to the airport, Bill. I got a job for you. <laughs> Big Baby. He has to like up, go back in and apologize whenever Big Baby like throws a phone at a hotel desk clerk again. <laughs> and Big Baby is just going to be like really rude to him and speak in the third person. He's like, Big Baby didn't tell Bill Simmons to bring out weed to fucking Santa Clara. <laughs> Dr. B- can, we, can we also, by proxy, have Dr. Bill have his season tickets go to Utah? And has to watch Jay Crowder go through the playoffs. Oh, <laughs> yes. like he has to attend oh, games in Utah. Yes, yes. And he has to yeah. post about he has to post about Gobert's offensive repertoire yeah. every night. And how he doesn't understand what he's saying in French, so he thinks that you know you should look into it, and there should he probably be like, see, he the cops should probably be rude. Away. He thinks he's inherently rude, <laughs> and he's right because Rudy's French. <laughs> Rudy, Rudy interacting with Dr. Bill would be insanely funny. Although I have to say, like, same energy, Rudy Gobert saying that, like, children are harmed physically and mentally because he didn't go to the All-Star game and that defense doesn't <laughs> that matter. It's a yeah. very Bill Simmons thing. Yeah. Oh I mean, my it's, God. it's very similar to, like, the, oh, uh, people watching Steph Curry just will care about shooting threes and scoring more points than everybody else on the court. Imagine if, like, you shot threes from, like, when you're eight to, like, you could probably be, like, Steph Curry and make a lot of money. I don't know. God, the, more points are good. Fuck the the go bear thing. That was so funny because it's just like if you've ever interacted with like any child that's like watching the NBA, they have absolutely no like. There is no that the synapses are just like firing there, and the idea that they're. The, the, the children are like rising up like the Bolsheviks <laughs> because, because Gobert didn't get to play like in, over the All Star game. Like kids don't even know what the fuck an All Star game is. It's no, so what's really happening. What's really like, happening? Yes. And what what they're all this is all this media stuff is happening because who has the most popular shoe in the NBA? Probably Kyrie Irving because he's awesome. And you know what those kids are going to be looking at? They're going to be looking at the third eye. They're going to be searching some stuff. They're going to be getting real, real, real deep, opening up, you know, to the cosmos. Yeah, no, this our is a gen- – we our support – generation, Our generation's trauma, 9-11. This generation's trauma, the Stifle Tower not going to the All-Star game with a block percentage of 11.6. <laughs> <laughs> oh god i love people that's seriously the most like i'm not mad 
like thing. Like like where you just you're clearly mad, but you're trying to like invent like a just a fucking convoluted reason for why you're you're mad is it's like about something else, but it's clearly just that somebody like did something you didn't like. Um, have you ever uh, have you ever had a moment where you're like in like a very small instance, a rarefied moment where you realize why you loved somebody all along? I think it was when Isaiah was making fun of him online. <laughs> <laughs> I miss Isaiah, dude. It's so it is. Uh, it's such a bummer that like that Denver, like he's he's become like the scapegoat for like Cleveland and Denver, and he just goes around the league now. That's like teams get like do get like demonstrably worse, and I don't really think it's totally his fault, but it just happens. And we need to bring Isaiah home. Yeah. Home, home Isaiah. Would that also count as a specific punishment to Bill Simmons? <laughs> yeah, I believe so. We got some. Fitting punishments here uh, for the Bills, and uh, I, I, I just think we need to support Kyrie at this time. He's not—he hasn't said anything like he's leaving. He's the best guard probably in the entire history of the Boston Celtics, and our best chance to win big is with him as our point guard. Um, yeah, the media so- thinks he's going to go to the Knicks, with I'm, who have I'm- definitely understanding media people, and for a worse team with Don because that's that's exactly what he likes he likes he, he hates cameras but he's gonna go to New York City Kyrie you have rules. the ATO shows support yeah but yeah. like here, here's the thing with Kyrie is like one I want him on the Celtics because he whips ass like he's incredible he's gotten better at defense his passing is like way faster he doesn't dominate the ball really he's he's playing a lot off ball with smart but I totally accept the Kyrie experience in that whatever he chooses, I have totally accepted because he's my guru. So like, it's like, I just totally trust him in his artistic journey to find whatever it is. So I'd prefer it be in Boston, but if he like retired, I would not be surprised if he went to Hollywood. I would not be surprised if he started making like paintings out of cow shit from like, (laughs) The Urals, I would not be surprised because it's all part of the path. There you go. Just a, a real quick, uh, real quick aside, like the the fact that uh, right now league wide and BPM, uh, number one guard is uh, James Harden, but then uh, Kyrie is next. They've created they've created this whole other thing that they that how they view his interactions with other people that they don't even have, you know, the. Mm-hmm. Ability to see, that's how they're going to judge whether he's a good player or not. Doesn't matter if he scores, doesn't matter if he like does well on the court. Not, not important. Yeah, stop trying to run him out of town. We yeah. need him. And it's yeah. like one of the things, too. There's a there's some really good basketball players in the East. Like, obviously, Giannis, I think, is the MVP. Uh, mm-hmm. I think... I mean, like, as much as I make fun of the Sixers, they have a few really good basketball players. Uh, Kawhi is great best part-time basketball player in the world. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but, uh, but the thing, the thing I see, like, is there a more unstoppable half court basketball player mm-hmm. in the East in the playoffs when it is a half court basketball game? Who do you trust who could just do? do is there anybody in the East who can actually guard Kyrie Irving at no. that position? Oh. No. And well said, he might be the best, the single best offensive player in the East when the going gets tough. Um, 
let's move on here. We got a lot to get to. I don't hoop no more. All I do is this. My boy right here. Other boy right there. It's all about the cook life. Yee! All I do is this. Cook life. Yee! I don't hoop no more. Cook life. Yee! All I do is this. Cook life. My boy right here. I don't hoop no more. Other boy right there. All right, this is the ATO show. Editing all. Uh, the wrist man, Jerome Ayahuasca. Sam Sheehan. Lucky's Pipe. We got a lot to get to, like I said. <laughs> I, I, I mean, I, for, first, let's, I mean, this, this can't be real. Uh, uh, George Clinton and Bootsy Collins endorsing the Celtics yesterday. <laughs> Shout out um, Bradskiball and uh, Fraser Ramon for putting that together, just, posting us to victory. Like, the other the other day when we were getting our asses whipped, I said just keep pushing forward to the front lines and just like belligerently move forward and post. And I feel <laughs> like I feel like like the disciples have gone forth and eclipsed my own works. They went and got George and Bootsy. <laughs> Literally, this team is now dedicated to the preservation of the movement of the hips. And so to George and Bootsy, I mean, I'd like to extend my cosmic gratitude. It's it really, amazing. It really, like after after Mook said, you know, we needed more soul. We got the funk. We know? got the funk, baby. It is it is very funny that like the the Celtics Twitter like has like gone out and like individually had like their heroes sign off on the Celtics in some way, shape, or form. Like Jack underscore Michael like posting it that Star Wars director Ryan Johnson until he like has literally no choice but to respond to Jack and. Like uh, Kaz finally replying to me, and now we have uh, George and uh, you know Bootsy finally uh, coming into the fold. I, I really think this is sort of uh, why now I will be announcing a new campaign to bring in uh, another personal hero of mine, uh, Riley Reed. So Riley, um, please endorse the Boston Celtics going forward. Uh, this is this is uh, what Bootsy had to say. Um, about to say this extremely Jewishly, um, so bear with me. Ah, funk yeah, at Celtics and at Steve Merkel died, parting on the courtship, Bootsy baby. Um, it rules. And, and just the posting in general and the the uh, uh, the memes that are coming out and, and, and the images, I mean, it's just next level stuff I've just been seeing uh, recently. All, yeah. All, all the time I feel like I feel like I've been eclipsed. It's 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 a beautiful thing to see. It's like to see people go forth and bring the gospel out there, and just the resurgence some, some of, of these, yeah, like all the mediums, like it's like the, the audio visual stuff that Waladi does. And yeah. I don't know if I pronounce that that right because I'm a dumbass and I just don't know like phonetics inherently. The he's great. Uh, you know, Fraser kicks ass. Jalen has yeah. all the. It's just incredible to see it. They, they've been they've been so good recently, and I know a, a lot of them um, are listening right now. We we just want to salute you um, for 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 making us yeah. all laugh and. Oh, and smart, smart himself. Yeah, <laughs> of course. Let's go into it. <laughs> Smart's twenty fifth birthday. It's just an outpouring of love. Um, I he, I know he's a fan favorite. He's a show favorite. Um. I wish Happy every birthday. fan to have a Marcus Smart in their life. Like yeah. he's just the best. Uh, honestly, like if, if Smart pure. ever gets traded, it will be a bigger event than any like presidential funeral. Like I don't think I'll say that. Like, uh, a, a day of mourning, like un, unbeknownst to 
like anyone. D- Danny Ainge, under no circumstances, did you trade Marcus Smart? Yeah. No, it'll be like we don't want, we don't want getting Anthony's... shot or something. Yeah. So wait, I you, might have so, to go the wait, self-immolation no. route. And have, <laughs> yeah. Just isn't good wait, for posting. No. <laughs> yeah, no, this It'll is... really fuck up my hair, so it, please don't do that. Yeah, the official line of this show is um, any trade that includes Smart is automatically a bad trade. Yeah. Sam, so you're saying that you wouldn't trade Smart for Tyreek Evans, like six yeah, months of him, and like Smart in a first, Smart in a first, fucking Smart in a first. You wouldn't do that. Bomb on a bad team in Memphis. <laughs> <laughs> it's incredible, dude. I cannot believe. I still can't believe that that <laughs> uh, that made me feel fucking insane. That and like people who wanted like Avery Bradley over like Smart, like. To like give Avery Bradley like twenty million dollars a year. Yeah, I don't know. Danny. Um, yeah, I would love to crunch the numbers on how Smart is shooting three right now versus how Avery Bradley shot mid-range jumpers. That's the real gaslighting. Is anybody talking about Marcus Smart in terms that aren't like pure adulation? That's the yeah. real gaslighting. That is re- that is seriously gaslighting. There is only positive. You can only ever say positive things about Marcus Smart. Even like when Smart does something that is like, uh, ir- like insanely bad, it's yeah. still really good. You know what I'm saying? It's like, endearing. The, the, yeah, the like, three, the three dude, he took he, it out against Portland, I was like, actually, yeah. it's cool and it's good. Yeah. yeah. Like, I mean, when you when you literally like take the ball out of people's hands like three consecutive possessions, you're like, I you you heat it up and got so much. You no, can take just no, go off, King. Is that should have effectively ended the game, but then he did like two more things that like still kept it like <laughs> like in contact. It's so he's insane, dude. He's so no, good. it's like so much. it's like it's like the dumber thing he does, the more Herculean the task he's gonna be doing later to <laughs> yeah. correct it. Like he like he corrects all mistakes personally, which is incredible. Yeah, it really is. Like he. He really is like the coach, like like like. It, it's so funny that like he makes all the like JV like coaches on Twitter insanely mad because like he's like supposedly the player that they adore, like a guy who will like takes the absolute personal responsibility for like every single like problem that we had. Like if Marcus Smart like was president and like accidentally like. Yeah, I don't know, like, said it was cool for somebody to, like, uh, travel in, like, Iraq and, like, ISIS captured them. Like, Smart would go there himself and, like, destroy the terror cell and, like, liberate any of the, like, (laughs) kidnapped tourists. Like, that is, like, the level of personal responsibility that Marcus Smart has for any and all mistakes. And he's noted fascist. Yeah, Yeah, and, like, like, the thing is, like, and I joke about it and we all do the irony thing and whatever – but he really does have like Maoist self criticism sessions <laughs> post game. <laughs> and like the best part is like when Gordon showed up to the game with a black eye, everybody just assumed Marcus thought he was playing like a bitch. Like, do you- is it is it surprising that all of his hand injuries happened like when he was not shooting well? He was probably just like, "Why do you fail me, hands?" Just like threw it through a fucking glass window. I, he was, I he was literally he didn't like the way his ligaments were aligned, and he had to <laughs> rearrange them. 
He really does, like, regularly do shit that, like, an anime character would do, where, like, he'll just, like, reach inside his, like, chest cavity and, like, like pump his heart, like, a little bit more to, like, give himself more oxygen. By the way, I missed this. Gordon showed up with that black eye. I assumed he got it in the game. That's incredible. Um like Robin, like Robin, a thousand percent hit him, right? Like that's the. Like, she she threw an Xbox controller at his head. Gamers' wives. <laughs> gamers' wives. Gamers' wives. Shout out to the gamers' wives. That was one. Shout that out. was one of the Global best posts. That was one of the best posts of all time because I thought it was real. Like because she's that bad of a person. <laughs> Gamer wives matter. Shout out to Saloon Dion. That's incredible. <laughs> you got to follow local dingus. Yeah, that, no, that he, was insanely one funny. Of the, one of the greats. Absolutely. One of the true greats. Um, okay, so, um, yeah, so I, it was either Robin or uh, Marcus Smart uh, uh, calling Gordon Hayward uh, labor aristocracy or something. Um, <laughs> but uh, other than that, it seems that the, the team is, is more together, more connected. Um, Micah Shrewsbury said the team has been super connected over the past few days. Um, he agreed with Steven's claim that the energy has been noticeably different. Uh, Kyrie says uh, the long plane ride helped them out. Um, let's talk real real basketball here uh, for a second. Thinking, Do you guys well, think the Celtics think can keep this like, up? I was thinking, are they more of a psychedelic team? But then I was like, they probably just like did Molly together and like sweated yeah. it out. Yeah, Kyrie was just cycling through some by surgery. It happens to the best of us. Jimmy used to go on stage and just like he would tell people, "I can't get it together, man," and cry for five minutes and then stop the show. <laughs> That's kind of what Kyrie has been going through. <laughs> I, I do yeah. think I do think Brad Stevens is right that. And Jalen Brown too hinted at this. You know, when you're when you're winning, everything's going well. When you're losing, you know, it's it's very easy to get down on yourselves. What's what's strange about it is that they they, they had this experience on this plane after what losing like, oh gosh, what was it, like six of eight games or something like that? Yeah, it was horrible. What 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 possibly could have brought them out of it? I don't know what brought them out of it, but I do know that two things. And I talked about this today, the two things that we can all agree on with the Celtics. It's one, everybody loves it when Rozier tries to fight a center. That rocks. Everybody's into it. And everybody loves Yabaselli. Those are the two things we all know. And the, the, the three X's. minutes of the, the three minutes we got of Yabaselli last night was the greatest three minutes of my life without question. There's a Himalayan salt lamp under every seat in the plane. And it uh, stimulated their the chakra <laughs> directly in the gooch area, <laughs> and it gave them more more stability and strength in their core being. <laughs> so they can make you shots kill me again. every episode. The the team has loosened up ever since Smart showed everybody the Yair Bolsonaro Twitter account. <laughs> everybody. Everybody was like very like excited that uh, like uh, Bolsonaro posted an actual piss pig granddad, and that, <laughs> so that's actually where the team bonding came from. <laughs> it would be it would be very funny. I mean, that is basically like how 
like I, I don't know a lot of like my friendships have been born of like just one insanely stupid night where like we we all got like the same brain worm together um, so it, it's it's like uh, entirely possible that they just watched like Eric Andre show and like everybody just decided like for various reasons that like Eric Andre show was funny where like um you know Flash Dad thought all the violence was real so like he thought that was cool um and, and like Jalen saw like a beautiful like um deconstruction of like uh, uh anti comedy and then like um Smart. Kyrie Smart just really really respected the fact that they went through like the set every episode ritualistically <laughs> and then Kyrie loved it because it's exactly the show he wants to make like. <laughs> like like exactly the show he wants to make artistically. <laughs> I mean, it hit all it hits all the bases because like like you get Terry and he loves it when they do the rapper. Uh, when <laughs> yeah. they take the rapper through like the uh, the the obstacle course where they have to like walk on like glasses and stuff. Yeah, like that exactly. Is, yeah, like drop kicking them and and Smart loves the liberatory imagery of him trying to break into the zoo. <laughs> <laughs> Yabu really is a big fan of the ranch. He's, he's definitely <laughs> on the ranch. And, and, Gordon, and Gordon loved it when when they went, when uh, he went to the RNC. Although he he might have you know had a few irony levels turned turned off for that one. He's like, oh my he, my boy Alex Alex Jones. Dude, he was there for the Jerome Corsi Roger Stone lecture outside. <laughs> Gordon Gordon's like pointing, going, oh there I am. Yeah. <laughs> I was gaming. I got, I got done, and I made my way outside Quick and Lone's Arena for this uh, informative event. Yeah, Gordon Gordon was clearly energized by CPAC. Yeah. <laughs> um, he, he, Diamond, he got off, got done streaming Diamond and Silk on the plane and was very excited <laughs> to get back out there. Dude, Gordon's just been in a rut because, like Gorka, he's afraid that people are going to steal hamburgers from him. Like, he is, like, constructed in his... He has, in his mind, constructed the image of the hamburglar. <laughs> um, that's, real, that's a real headline, by the way. Like, every time, every time he goes up to Donkey, sees the <laughs> Just floating by <laughs> with a satchel. Is he gonna throw me in the satchel? Rob is mad at him because he built a panic room like they have in the purge for when the hamburgers come and he spent all that money. The hamburger hamburger killer. You know, I, I think these theories are, are better than Bill said. Like, so like, the, like the, team, the team hailed when Yabaselli showed up with a burlap sack full of Big Macs. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't trust the team because he thinks one of them might also be <laughs> The real clue situation in the locker. <laughs> <laughs> he's, lo- he's locking up every one of his burgers on the way out. <laughs> the 
office is just one big fucking phone board with just tags all over the roof. Dude, it's like it's like Happy Gilmore when he like overcomes his like shitty drives by like imagining a beer lady. Like he sees Kylie driving down the, the lane. The carpenters start playing, and he passes <laughs> a juicy A1 steak hamburger. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, it's like the hardest I've laughed in, like, a month and a half. Oh, my God. Yeah, but this is, this is the 2019 Celtics in a nutshell right here. Yeah, yeah it really is. Um, Gordon, Gordon Hayward. Gordon Hayward. <laughs> it's Mr. X. It's just, yeah, oh man, that'd be funny. He, he really is like, like the, the the idea of him like getting scared. That that one that that what keeps taking me out is the idea of him like driving to the basket yes. and then all of a sudden like there's like a hamburger like being taken away. It's like no. Nah. Somebody passes him the ball and it's just a giant hamburger. <laughs> He's, he's fucking, he catch, he catches it in the lane. He's he thinks he's open, but from behind is tofu tracking him down in LeBron James's jersey. <laughs> Robin is mad that he pumped all of all of his Boston contract money into doing a Super Size Me style documentary called Gone <laughs> Burger Gone. Detailing the lost burgers. And he hired Ben Affleck to be in the movie. Um, uh, all right. Clint Eastwood, Clint Eastwood did do it for free, though. The handbag is Donnie. Oh, God. All right, Matt, I'm sorry. I apologize for nothing. There's a, I, I got to get yeah, us back on solid ground here. <laughs> um, let's to, to close this one out... Um, Lucky's posted some uh, real headlines and some fake headlines here. Uh, let's let's see if we can find the difference here. Um, all right, first one I got here is a uh, Kyrie Irving, great talent, but great player. What do you think, real or fake? Real. Yeah, it's just. It's just I'll the, say real. It, it's just the, uh, the the sort of nonsense that uh, makes a, makes a great headline. Is that that one's real, right, Lucky? Yeah. That's the Boston Herald. Oh boy! Oh God! Great, great talent, but not a great player. Okay. Um, Christ. <clears throat> um, what's another one here? During the Kyrie Irving scores too well. Is he making the rest of the team feel inadequate? That's oh, that's absolutely crazy. real. <laughs> uh, if that's real, yeah, that's I'm... actually a Blue Chew advertisement. It's coming soon. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I think that one's fake, but I uh, uh, to, uh, it just underscores um, uh, the, the the poverty of uh, Celtics reporting, except for everyone who listens uh, to this one. Except uh, for everyone who's been on our podcast or I'm friends with online. You guys exactly. are good. It's everybody else. Um, <laughs> I'm not seeing this one on here, but... Uh, uh, I think Gary Washburn suggests that uh, Carmelo, that the Celtics should sign Carbello Anthony. That honestly, though, I, I think I, everyone's gonna expect me to like trash Gary Washburn for that take, but it's actually incredible. That's a man sticking to his guns. Mm-hmm. That's a man who will go down with the ship because you this remember is the that long Gary, game. 
Long can, can, game, baby. Gary Washburn, like, robbed LeBron of being, like, the first ever, like, consensus MVP by voting for Carmelo Anthony in a year where, like, I think he was shooting, like, 29% from three, like, before the All-Star break. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, Gary, that's a, that's just a real, that's, like, a, a ride-or-die, like, reporter. Like, I, I don't that, know. That's Janos-level commitment. Yeah, that's incredible. I think Gary, I think that rocks. Gary, Gary's cool. Like, leave Gary alone. <laughs> okay. Yeah, there's no way Irving's... Mello makes the team better, but he would he would be kind of just interesting to have around as a person. Yeah, no, he's great on flights, right? We've all, we've all seen the videos posted. Um, with, with he the has video. hamburgers. He loves hamburgers. <laughs> um, next, next one here. Uh, Kyrie Irving's Celtics drama should be a red flag for Knicks. Oh, that's real. That one's got to be that's real. A, yeah. That's straight out of the New York Post. Oh, God. They're having a good week. Yeah, I was going to say, they took time off of, like, uh, revealing that, like, AOC, like, uh, actually has used a Kleenex before to, uh... Hey, man, sometimes you got to take the, 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 the committed resources from, like, fake stories like, uh... Mohammed bin Salman like solves gender. <laughs> <laughs> Mohammed bin Salman like uh, fixes, uh, makes sure that no women will be behind the wheel during car accidents with this revolutionary new solution. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, it's a geopolitical show. <laughs> yeah. Trump it's no longer though. supports I'm Bolsonaro too mad. for stance on golden showers. When I get mad, I get political. So I'm like too mad at everything besides the one good riff we had. <laughs> well, shit, that's all I got for this episode. Anything you guys want to get off your chest before we sign off? Thank you, George. Thank you, Bootsy. Uh, P-Funk forever. Hell yeah. The funky Celtics are back. In a big way. Yeah, I, 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 it's it's good for this episode if they beat the Kings. So do us a solid here, Celtics. Yeah, I gotta recap this one. So whenever, like, just based on that alone, the fact that I have to recap it, it's gonna be a double OT game that they'll lose because that's exactly like the energy I bring whenever I have any responsibility to cover the team. But hopefully, hopefully, Marcus Smart will save me for myself. Happy birthday, Smart! Happy birthday, Happy Marcus! Birthday. All right, folks, I'll do it here on this episode of the ATO Show. I want to thank uh, the king, Jerome Ayahuasca, a.k.a. the Risk. Hell yeah. A.k.a. was that a uh, uh, People's Jalen Brown Liberation Brown. Front? Something yeah. like that. If the Brown government asks you anything, my name is Gregoire Jamaica, <laughs> and I own an indoor <laughs> volleyball court. That's what I do. It's my business. <laughs> <laughs> watching watching high Q the anime the popular volleyball anime high Q on repeat snap posts um, also I want to thank um, my, my pod mates Lucky's Pipe and Sam Sheen for coming on basically every show um, and, and making this all work also the fans the interaction has been awesome we love hearing from you guys um, keep posting anyone 
Anyone who wants to uh, go to the game, the next step we've got to do to make uh, to bring Gordon Hayward on this next step to recover is we need everyone to dress up like the hamburger kids from McDonald's. <laughs> so if you have any any of the hamburger um, children, uh, Mayor McCheese, <laughs> please please go to the game in costume to help Gordon overcome his fear. <laughs> once he once he dunks over Grimace, it's all going to come back together. <laughs> Like, rate, <laughs> review, subscribe, go to the game, dressed as the Hamburglar. These are, these are just the things that we do to, to win. All right. On that note, we'll sign off here. Thanks for tuning in. We'll be back next week. See you then. He's a weird guy. He, he, they ask him after the game what's going on with the team, and he'll give some, like, really thoughtful, like, too honest answer. Where it's like, we, we got to get this together. This team's going to blow up. You're like, what? Why are you saying that? So I don't know. I just I, – I like to give – Did you defend genius. Lena there or Kyrie? I'm defending both of them. <laughs>